everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We're so excited today. We have one of our favorite hall stars is here. We have Michael Rady here. Thank you so much, Michael, for coming on the podcast. Happy to. My pleasure. A what, what am I, a Holly? A Hall? You're a, a hall star. A hall star. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but, uh, thanks. thanks. You've done enough of these movies. You definitely fit the bill for sure. Oh, thanks. I, I feel very, very grateful for, um, for all the uh, the roles that they've uh, trusted me with, yeah. Yeah, so it's so exciting to have you on the show, and uh, we'd like to start out a lot of our guests and ask you, how did you uh, get inspired to become an actor? How did you get into for starting acting? Uh, I started acting when I was in um, hmm, high school. Is when I really started to get into theater. Um, but I uh, I grew up watching musicals as a kid. When all my friends were watching scary movies, I was watching musicals, and so. Um, like uh, Hans Christian Andersen was one of my favorites in West Side Story and, and Robert Goulet and Camelot, like all the, like, or was it Richard Burton? Is it Richard Burton? Who did the movie of Camelot now? Yeah, but like, Richard Burton. I think, yeah. West Side Story, I grew up watching all those. And so I mm -hmm. think my parents had some idea early on that I was very into, um, and that that had appealed to me. And so they, they pushed me, um, dragged me more literally, dragged me uh, to my first audition for uh, theater in high school. And then it, um, it stuck pretty quickly. Um, I got full into theater um, in high school and then I studied theater in college and I, I never looked back. I never questioned doing anything else. Neither did my family. I was very lucky to come from um, to come from a household where it just wasn't, um, yeah, my, my dreams yeah. weren't questioned or anything, which is, I'm very, I'm very grateful for that. That's really great. So do you sing? Are you into musical theater? Musical theater, I for, for sure was my first love. Um, one of my, I think, I think one of my New Year's resolutions this year, although it happened, it was not specifically a New Year's resolution. I just desi decided I was resolved to uh, start training my voice again about a month ah. ago. Um, yeah, it, because it, it really is, um, it really is one of my deepest, uh, greatest loves. Well, we've long had the dream of the Hallmark musical. Yeah, and so you'll be ready to go. You're starting. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, because there's so many people that are talented singers. I mean, why not? They have a lot of talent in their lineup. Yeah. A lot of talent. Yeah. And Laura Osnes, Nikki DeLoach, Alicia Witt. Like, they're all amazing singers. So let's yeah. do this. Yeah. Jessica I mean, Lowndes. Yeah, that's everywhere. right. And we have, so, because like music is such a part of Christmas. I mean, it just fits. Music is a big part of life. And Hallmark harnesses that very well for their, yeah. for their, um, yeah. their brand and their Christmas and yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they were advertising as part of Countdown to Christmas, they an original musical, the yeah. ratings would be through the roof. Forget about it. It would, yeah. Yeah, it would be yeah. insane. Yeah. So <laughs> we're, we're, we wish we could make it happen, That's but we're, we're going to try. <laughs> uh, well, very cool. That's great. So was your first role in the Traveling Pants movies or was that, that's what I thought from IMDb. That was my first professional job. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, so how did that happen? Not too bad. Um, I had, um, so I had just gotten with my agent and um, they were sending me out on everything. I was going in three, four, five things a day sometimes. And um, I was still kind of crashing on couches in New York and commuting up to the city because I was living in Philadelphia, but my agents kind of thought I was living in New York. And uh, that was one of the things I went on and I had to, I had to have a, some accent they said just pick an accent and since i studied italian in, in high school and college and studied in italy 
Um, uh -huh. I, you know, I could speak Italian and I had, a, I, I felt pretty comfortable doing an Italian accent. So I did an Italian accent and I, I got a call back immediately. And apparently they were really under the gun, which is, can be a good thing. And I think it worked out for me. And uh, yeah. yeah, next thing I knew, they flew me to, to Greece the next day to screen test with Alexis. Um, in oh my gosh. Was that just amazing to be there in Greece? Yeah, that was dreamy. That was one of those, that was one of those moments that where I pinched myself, but everyone around me were, were, were pinching themselves also. Mm -hmm. Every, every single yeah. person involved in that, were, they were pinching themselves. Yeah. Everyone was very grateful um, to be part of that movie, to be shooting where we were shooting. Um, yeah, that would talk about a first experience. That was. Yeah. That must have been pretty intimidating to have a major motion picture be your first professional role. It was, yeah. Up until then, I just done theater, and and you know, I, I, everyone, I, I was not, I was not bashful about letting anyone around me know that I have no idea what I'm doing. Here. <laughs> if I do something stupid or crazy or ridiculous, just tell me. I don't care. I just yeah. want to know. So, uh, just letting you know. <laughs> uh, and I did some totally ridiculous things. I, I did some, I, I yeah, I have some great stories that and great yeah. learning moments from that movie. Um, yeah. No You're like my coverage. What does that mean? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. Why? Why is everyone going to lunch? No, I uh, I remember I called cut one one on set. Oh no! <laughs> See, yeah, everyone knows you don't do that. You know why? <laughs> director's job, but our director Ken Quapis, oh, is such a dear, dear, huh. sweet, kind man. And um, it was big. It was on a it was on a setup. It was on a location in the middle of like the town square in Ia there. And um, I just kind of messed something up. So I said, oh, cut. Thinking about it now, is I can't say it without laughing because it's ridiculous. <laughs> That's uh, funny. But it felt, it felt right at the time, I guess. And he just so sweetly came over and he put his arm around my shoulder and he just kind of walked me back to number one, my, our ones, you know, where you start the scene at, at, at first position, ones. And uh, he said, Mike, you, Michael, you don't, you don't have to worry about calling cut. I'll do that. Uh, and he didn't, he, he wasn't condescending or sarcastic. Yeah. He's very honest and simple and sweet. And that's what it was. And he was just, he, I made clear that I had no idea what I was doing in, in terms of the process and all of that stuff. And, and he, uh, yeah, he was just letting me know, but I loved that. Well, does, does that experience make you kind of more empathetic and patient with when you're working with new actors? 100%. I just yeah. did the Christmas bow, um, our Christmas countdown to Christmas movie. Mm -hmm. And um, the woman who played my mother has never acted before in her life. She's a She's a physical therapist by trade, and she um, is living with this Charcot-Marie-Tooth syndrome, um, this disease called CMT, and uh -huh. they wanted to represent that in the movie. And so um, they just put out, they put, they cast out nets wide and far, and they cast Joy Perry, and um, never acted a day in her life, but just has about as, about as great of an attitude as, as, a, as a human being on planet Earth can have. Just mm. a can-do, I, I don't see limits for myself, I can picture, if I can picture myself doing it, I can do it. And so she showed up, she auditioned because she could picture herself doing it. She showed up uh, to do it. And, and she did it. And uh, yes, 100%, I could put mm -hmm. myself in her shoes. I, I knew how new everything looked to her. And I was aware and present to how, uh, how, take, how, how much I take for granted of the, the newness of, of this world that we work in, how, 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 um, overwhelming and confusing and not quite clear that can be to fresh eyes mm -hmm. and I was right there with her the whole time yeah. um, well even yeah. Lucia hadn't done a ton of, of acting if I'm not mistaken 
Lucy's magnificent. She yeah. has acted, she, she acted, she, she, no, she doesn't have a, 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 a billion credits to her name. She worked on, um, she worked on a very, Treme, a very, in, in, in around seasoned professionals uh, for several years. And so, you know, that was her, that, those were her training grounds. And mm -hmm. she's just, I can't say enough good things about her. She is a spectacular actor. Um, I had so much fun working with her and yes, I guess you could consider her new, but holy cow, I, I think yeah. she's, she's up there with my favorite that I've ever worked with ever. And mm -hmm. w whatever that means to new or not, she's done. Yeah, that one was a, was a big surprise for all of us. I, I think it made almost everybody's top 10 of the year. And, and I mean, we, we, we were confident in you and uh you know it sounded it sounded good but yeah i don't know we just didn't know what to expect and it, almost everybody really loved it that i've ever talked to it was so good especially that scene with the flashback with when she's playing for her grandma that was one of the best moments of all of of all of uh christmas hallmark 2020 I mean, I haven't seen all of Christmas Hallmark 2020. I wish I had. <laughs> yeah. But that's one of my favorite scenes that I've ever seen in a Hallmark movie that I've done. Yeah. All any it was movie so that good. Was, so that was great storytelling. It was beautiful. And and that 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 comes very close to, to that that is, runs parallel to something that happened in Lucia's life with her father. Um, and it, they, they, the storytellers brought it all to the table. And, and, and it was just everyone, everyone was there. Everyone was there for a reason. That, that was brought together to tell that that piece mm -hmm. of the story. And wow, I'm glad it I'm glad it landed for you. Yeah, it was really good. I liked it so much, and I liked both of your character arcs. That you had both pursued your dreams differently for a while, and then now you're starting, and you're going to try to figure out a new dream, a new yeah. life. Uh, and uh, I I don't know. I just thought the ending was really satisfying. And you know, you're trying to figure out: Do you pursue this, this kind of dream that was your father's, or do you stay uh, and help your mother, and also pursue this relationship? Just all of it. It just felt very real, and like, okay, I can imagine this actually being a challenge. Where sometimes the impediments feel like, come on, you can figure this out. <laughs> yeah, I really. On top of that, I also liked how. Well, I guess in, in part what you're saying is that, you know, these two, these two characters had lives. They weren't, one wasn't expected to give something up for the other one. They both had live, rounded out lives and dreams yeah. um, and uh, things that they wanted for, for themselves. And, and then, but they also, they found each other and how, how can, what, what do our lives have to look like now if we're going to be together? Um, yeah. I like that it wasn't just one person giving up for the other. Right. Yeah. It's okay. We've got to both figure out this new new life that we want. And I think that was really good. And so I really enjoyed that. And, uh, but how did you first start working with Hallmark? Was it uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Love? Is that the first one? I guess so, but that was an acquisition. So I did that one. Um, I did that oh, one right. with an independent uh, company and mm -hmm. then they sold it to Hallmark. So I didn't quite get the full Hallmark experience, but I got, that, I got the experience in that people called me and said, your movie's on Hallmark. Um, but I didn't know it was. I didn't know that it was going to be on Hallmark. Um, yeah. My first true Hallmark experience was Christmas in Homestead. Yeah, and that's a fan favorite. Everybody really likes oh. that one. Wow. I think. Right. I love that. I yeah. Love that. 
I mean, yeah. it, was a, it was a sweet movie. It was wonderful. I had, I had a great time making that. Dahlonega, Georgia. Dahlonega. Oh, it was in Georgia? In Monroe. Yeah, we had, we had so much fun making that. Yeah, with Taylor. It was wonderful. Oh, she was great. And she, I feel like she was, uh, at that point, she was, she had done about, I think, two million of them already. And so she was kind of getting me up to speed. She's like, oh, yeah, Hallmark this, Hallmark that. And this <laughs> kind of they do this. Um, yeah. Well, that would kind of fit her character because she's playing the, you know, the movie star. Yeah, the, the worldly movie star come the small town homestead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know why I'm doing an accent right now. <laughs> I didn't have one in the movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, my, I think that was, that was uh, I had to leave, I want to say a week after, or maybe a week after my daughter was born. That was, that was a very, uh, yeah, it was, that was a cool time. That was fun. Yeah, I enjoyed that one. I think it's fun. And I, I feel and I like going back and forth. I, I was going back and forth on the weekends to see my to be with my family and to be with my newborn daughter. Oh. Uh, so I was in Georgia, I was flying back to LA. And then one weekend, um, it was I think it was the last weekend I could go home. You know, at this point, I've been burning the candle at both ends, not getting any sleep. Uh, I'm waiting in LAX <sighs> for my plane on Sunday night because I had to work Monday morning. I'm waiting for my plane. And I fell asleep sitting up in my seat, like on the edge of my seat. I fell asleep in the terminal, waiting for them to come, waiting for boarding. Oh no! And I woke up. However, I was sitting. My legs fell asleep, and um, and I woke up in that panicked rush. And I, because I knew, oh my gosh, I don't know how long I've been sleeping. This is horrible. I I stood up, and I fell flat on my face in the middle of the terminal, because and I still didn't know what was happening. I didn't know why I couldn't stand. I stood up again fell flat on my face again, my flip-flops, because it was like September, my flip-flops or a hat, across, my cell phone across the terminal. Everyone, like people are like, do we help, what is happening? Should we <laughs> is this a viral thing happening? Should we video this? What is this? And I, I made it up to the, the counter. I said, I need to get on that plane. I need to, sir, it's pushed back already. You can't get on the plane. No, you don't understand. Oh no. I'm an actor, I need to get, it was so embarrassing and ridiculous. It was too much, and you know, when you're also half asleep still and you, this isn't, this can't be, I was just, I didn't have a moment to doubt my thoughts. That was so you didn't get on the plane? Didn't make the plane, didn't make the plane. Um, losing oh, my mind, was, no. that was one of the worst feelings I've ever had. Like, they're gonna, I, this, yeah, I need to get to Georgia. There's no other flight. They'll, they'll put me on a standby for the morning time. I need to be on set in the morning in the, the hills of the Blue Ridge Mountains of Georgia. Oh, uh, it was, that was stressful. And finally I realized, okay, I don't have to go with this airline. I can go with a different one. So let me, okay. I, so I had to walk over to American and spend $600 million on a same day. Like my, my, my next flight took off in like <laughs> 20 minutes. But oh God, I would have spent any amount. I would have given everything I own away to, to have that feeling go away. It was horrible. Oh, wow. Wow. That's crazy. I, I mean, that's the hard part about traveling by yourself is that if something like that yeah, I, uh, wow, this was a long time ago, but uh, when I when I was traveling to uh, to Spain and my and my sister was going to be waiting there at the airport and all this stuff and uh, and I had a connecting flight in London, I think, and and they kept getting delayed and delayed and I was getting more sleepy, more sleepy, but then I, I had that same fear of like, well, what's gonna if I fall asleep. I'm, all, I'm by myself so what do I do and yeah it's yeah. it's scary don't sit even... down I learned that lesson learned the hard lesson <laughs> yeah. that was an easy lesson I didn't I didn't 
I didn't mess up production. It cost me an arm and a leg, but I didn't mess up yeah. production. Oh Learned wow. Uh, well, in looking over your Hallmark films, you and I'm not just saying this because I'm interviewing you, you have a pretty good track record. You have a, a good good uh, filmography of Hallmark movies. And I'm just curious, when you're looking at scripts, is there something that you're kind of looking for that you think, okay, this one is a winner? I mean, on paper, I think that there were some, there were some on paper that I was like, okay, this is going to be, this could be really special. Uh, there's some mm -hmm. scenes like the one you, like the one you spoke about in Christmas bow. There's some scenes in some that you're like, okay, this could, this, this has the makings of being beautiful, beautiful storytelling, mm -hmm. which is what we want to do. Right. We want to tell, we want to tell the best story we can and be as honest and, and, um, and entertaining as we do it. Um, and so, yeah, I think, I think I look for those elements. I look for, um, yeah, no, and honestly, taking whatever I see on the paper, the, it's, it's a fun challenge sometimes to, all the time, to really see, okay, what, what, can, what is interesting to me about this that isn't on the page? What can I bring to this? What inner life can I bring to this? What secrets does this character have? What ideas or dreams does this character have? Um, and so that process always has to be exciting and interesting to me or else um, I shouldn't be doing it, right? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I like like two turtle doves that scene in two turtle doves when um my character is talking to my daughter's character and she's asking if christmas is always going to be like this and and about about um her mother my wife who passed away and and if this is what christmas is going to be then i don't want to do it anymore um and well we love two turtle doves that was our favorite oh, of that well, year you guys jeez you guys are <laughs> We actually, I've, we've had Leslie and Kevin on the podcast. We love them. Of course, we had Nikki on a couple times and we did a patron watch along with Leslie and Kevin and, uh -huh. uh, and watched the movie with them and talked to them about it. And so we just love, well, love that movie and the, uh, the scene. Yeah. With your daughter, when she talks that she didn't know she was allowed to be sad, that scene. Oh my gosh. It's so good. It was, oh, that's just when you read that on the paper. Yeah. In, in, like, that's one of the most beautiful scenes I've ever read, period. Forget yeah. what channel or network or movie studio is making it. That was, right. that's just beautiful. And our writer, they, 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 they gathered such a team for that. And, and our writer, um, Sarah Montana, oh my goodness. She, yeah, she she's amazing. Well, of, 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 um, of truth and, and, and experience. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. That was a, that was a magic movie. That was, a, yeah. that was a, a magical one. And that movie has the best near kiss that I've ever seen in a Hallmark movie. They, because it was so purposeful. You explained it. And because sometimes it's just like, the phone just rang. That wouldn't stop you from kissing. Like, what is <laughs> Oh, hon, I'm sorry. Yeah, the dog groomer's calling. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, and so with this, you, you were like, I'm not going to go there because this is not the right moment. I really want to. But it was it was so good. It was so romantic, and it was so intentional, and well done. Oh, yeah. I really appreciate all of that. Thank you. Yeah, I think so. And uh, I mean, you and Nikki are so great together. I think you could just keep making movies forever. We have we we have we have an absolute unqualified ball together. We have yeah. so much 
And she uh, just seems like she would be the best person to work with. She is wonderful. No, yeah. one, no one works harder than she does. She is wonderful. We're, since we're both parents, we can be crying about parenting things and our kids like, and then they say, then someone yells action and we're right there and we're in it and we're both there for each other. Um, and then you add Kevin and Leslie into the mix and Michaela who played our daughter. I, I, I think Michaela is going to take over the world. Uh, mm -hmm. We just, uh, oh man, that was, yeah. I, I, I'm very, I, I, I give thanks for being yeah. in them. Yeah. Every time I've interviewed Nikki, I feel like I need to like have a journal with me so I can write down like, oh, because she's so thoughtful and so insightful. Yeah. 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 And Love to the Rescue has a special place in my heart because I'm a film critic. And uh, that weekend, I had given an unfavorable review to a DC comic book film, uh, Shazam. And uh, I was one of the only critics who didn't like it. And so the, uh, the, the fanboys came after me really hard. And, uh, and so I was, it was very stressful and, uh, I, I was just, I hadn't slept for a couple of days at a certain point I was getting death threats, the whole thing, it was madness. And, and so that, that was the weekend of love to the rescue. And I, finally, my, I was there with my, my brother was there with me and we're just like, let's just watch the Hallmark movie. It'll make me feel better. And so I did and I loved it so much. I thought it was so good. And I just loved your relationship between the two of you in that. I loved like the little moments, like when you're uh, stargazing together, the little stargazing date was so cute. Yeah, you really have a memory for every moment of every movie. It's <laughs> my mind right now. But I remember that too, I do. Yeah, it was so cute. And I, I just loved it. I felt like it was a Hallmark movie for grownups. Like her relationship with her ex-husband was so good. I really liked mm -hmm. I, the way that your relationship built up. I liked the two little kids were so cute in it. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Michaela played Nikki. That's when Nikki and I first worked together. That's when uh, we met. Michaela played uh, Nikki's daughter in that one. And yeah. then uh, Turtle Sarah Montana. Yeah, also, yeah, exactly. And, and Leslie was on set. Leslie was shadowing um, our director, Stephen Monroe, um, who mm -hmm. I worked with on Christmas at Homestead. Um, it's just a great, I, we've found our yeah. way. Um, yeah. Well, and Nikki's also an animator in that movie and animation is my first love. I oh. love animation. It's a good movie for you. That's <laughs> yes. It was so good. I loved it. And then you also had Pemberley Manor. Which I, sorry, I need to go on the record and just say, um, I don't know what is worth a death threat, but I would say a movie, movie reviews are not. I yeah. just want to be very clear. Thank you. <laughs> guys, people, what are we doing here? This is, we're on a little dust speck in the middle of the universe and someone gives a movie review, someone's voices their opinion, come on. Yeah, it was, it was intense. Uh, but yeah, it was a, you, you certainly realize how many, I guess the good side of it all is I realized how many friends I had through yeah. the whole circumstance, but, yeah. but yeah, I had to have, uh, 
uh, not chaperones, but I had to have escorts take me to and from the, the movie screenings. Like Warner Brothers was actually notified about it. I had to inform the FBI because it was the threat of a mass shooting at one point. It was madness. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry you had that experience. Well, so yes, yeah, so Pemberley Manor. That looks like that one would have been fun as well. I mean, Jessica, and mm-hmm. then just like the whole spectacle of that house, and I mean everything just so done up for Christmas. And yeah, that was we, we, had, a, we had a great time on that movie. I uh, that movie was um, marks a period of my life when I moved uh, from Los Angeles to Connecticut, and then I started. I closed on we closed on our house. And one week later, I started working on that movie in Connecticut. Um, and I had never worked on the, I hadn't worked on the East Coast in you know, 10, 10 or 12 years. And so that was, uh, then I was an hour, we, sh- we, we shot that movie about an hour north from where I live now. And so I was able to go back and forth and do work on the house. And then I was on set. Um, but Jessica was just as, as sweet as pie to work with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, she is, what a sweet, sweet soul. Um, mm-hmm. We love seeing each other at, at functions and events. Um, yeah, we had a great time. We were bo- shooting a Christmas movie in New England in June. Was um, I think both of us were a little like, this is, I don't know. <laughs> we know movies are magic, but I think, I don't think there's enough magic in, in Hollywood to, to, to do this. And Colin, our director, man, he, he had a vision, he made it happen. But I vividly yeah. remember doing a scene with, with Jessica. We were in a, a horse and but like a, a horse-drawn carriage um, and the blinding June sun bearing down on us. We're in full Christmas garb. Yeah. Uh, and it felt like period garb almost. I mean, it might as well. I felt like I had 12 coats on um, and, uh, and we're, we're talking and kind of courting each other and, and, and getting uh, deeper into our relationship. And we're just flies, little flies into our eye. I mean, I, I feel like it took us an entire morning to get, to just get that one little piece of scene where we're in the cart because of, we had to cut so many times. Yeah. Either we were dripping sweat, we couldn't see because of the sun or the, the clouds were, nothing was working out lighting wise and then the flies in our mouths. Uh, oh. It's romantic with flies in your mouth. If, if, if the people watching this learn one thing is that it is hard to be romantic with flies in your mouth. Yeah, we'll put that on a pillow. Or- Don't say I never talk. Yeah you guys anything <laughs> yeah but that movie had a lot of christmas i remember when we covered it we we're like this is christmas christmas even had santa in it oh steve steve larkin playing, yeah. playing he played um um uh what, what was um what was his name um christopher crazy play christopher right that was his name yeah yeah it was like a, a real a real santa yes yeah he's yeah. great i love steve larkin very uh, fun that's right yeah that was a great little character that honestly that movie i think that movie plays the most out of all the ones i've done mm-hmm. um, yeah just that thing plays yeah well so then last year you had you're making me crazy you're which crazy. super fun yeah <laughs> that was a, a one of our favorites non-christmas of the year and I mean, you are, am I right in, in hearing that you're vegan and yet you were, yeah. So you, so you had to eat, was a vegan bacon or whatever? Yeah. Well, I had to work in a bacon, uh, 13, I've been vegan about 13, 13 years now, 14 years. Mm -hmm. Uh, And yeah, there I am. um, 
manning a bacon truck, like a <laughs> based food truck. And it was disgusting. It was so, it was, it was cold. It was in January we shot in Vancouver, which is a, mm -hmm. a cold rainy time to shoot in Vancouver. Um, so we had this giant food truck, which is all metal. It just smell, smells like, smells like old, dirty stainless steel mixed yeah. with like meat and old, <laughs> old meat. And the meat stayed in there. For, like we had the bacon truck, I think for like a week and a half. And they put the food in there on day one. And oh, no. it's till we wrapped that truck and we were done with it. And it's, oh my God, it was disgusting. It was disgusting. If I well, wasn't vegan at the start, I may have been by the end. Right. <laughs> well, don't they have like vegan bacon, like fake? They do, they do. I can't remember bacon. even if I even had to eat any. I think I just served it to other people. Maybe I had to eat some, I can't recall. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, you got to work with Natalie Hall in that Definitely one. And she's one of our faves. Is she? Yes, nice. we love her. Rightfully so. She's wonderful. I had I, again. I, I feel like I, I feel like I've gotten lucky every time because everyone mm -hmm. I've worked with so far has just been dreamy and wonderful and um, easy to work with. Yeah, she's actually doing our our patron watch along for uh, January uh, that we're doing her movie Winter Prince uh, Winter Princess, where she's joining us for that. And so yeah, she's super nice. And she's already she did that movie a couple years ago, right? Uh, that was 2019 I think okay. yeah. Oh, sure. yeah I think yeah. so so yeah we love her and you also got to work with Casey Manderson oh Casey yeah <laughs> good guy really good guy and I feel like it was believable the YouTuber brothers totally. I bought it 100% yeah we got day one we got there and looked at each other I believe it okay <laughs> Totally. Right. <laughs> I think so. It was good. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we talked about the Christmas bow, but uh, yeah, that one we enjoyed a lot. Yeah. And uh, that was really good that uh, the little boy learning to play the violin. Oh, that was very cute. <laughs> he, he can do no wrong. Kenneth, yeah. oh, man, what a, what a chap he is. Uh, he's a, wow. He can't, he can do no wrong. He can't, it, like they would call lines out to him, our, our director and producer, they're, uh, they're married and they're a great team. And uh, they would just throw lines out to him. Try this, Kenneth, say this. And he, everyone, he would just grand slam. That wasn't a great swing. Let me get a better swing. It's hard to really swing here because the, because you're right next to me. I don't want to hit you, but you know, it was a grand slam. Yeah. Right. No, he did. He, he, he nailed it. It was very good. Um, so, so you have your new movie coming up, New Year's Resolution, mm -hmm. and it, this was supposed to air last year. We still don't know why they moved it, but this directed by Leslie, right? Corrected by Leslie. I think this was the third movie I did with, I, I, I did three movies that year. Were they all with Leslie? No. So she did two turtle doves. She was only shadowing Stephen. Oh, Monroe. right. Yeah. And, um, the dog but sarah montana again sarah montana yeah my yeah all three she, she she emailed me or she texted me after that and said so you've done every hallmark movie that i've ever written it was, <laughs> it was three in one year um yeah yeah our, you're a good uh, luck charm i think or she's mine she, that was, <laughs> i just i think she is a wonderful wonderful writer. Yeah. I, I can't wait to do something um, of hers again she's um, still one of my favorite interviews we've ever done uh, with her it was 
it was really good. And, uh, and getting to work with Amy, that must've been fun. Yeah. I mean, Friday night lights, right? Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was happening just as I started acting. That was a, that was the big show. And I had a friend of mine, Scott Porter was on it. Um, Mm -hmm. We'd known each other back in New York. Um, And so that was really, really fun too. I know. I loved Friday Night Lights. Her character was kind of a lot on that show, but that's okay. <laughs> it's just her character. Teenagers are a lot. Yeah, they are. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so this movie, do you feel like, of course, we don't know why it was delayed, but is there any part of you that feels like it's sort of more uh, more applicable or now in 2021 after the year we've had than if it had actually aired last year yeah i mean maybe maybe the uh the old title was new year new me is what is what it used to be mm-hmm. called so kind of kismet that we I now we get it in 2021 was, yeah <laughs> uh, i don't know if maybe they would if it was this if we made it this year they might not have changed the title um yeah right i think i think there's i think there's a, a very big buildup over um you know, shifting out of 2020. Um, and so, yeah, I, th- I think it's a good time to be telling New Year's, New Year's stories and to, I think, you know, jumping on that train is, uh, makes sense. Yeah. It's yeah, and so this movie, it's, there's, it's about a dating show or something? So, no, so um, it's about a, um, a, a news producer she produces mm-hmm. the news, this character produces the news and my character um, works in, um, uh, sorry, uh, ba- my character works at a bank doing um, like um, outreach and the community outreach for the bank and um, uh, marketing okay. for the bank. And uh, yeah, and so she's, we are, our, our paths collide earlier on in the script at New Year's Eve party. Um, when we're ta- I'm talking with my friends about New Year's resolutions and um, since I do know marketing, I know I know what people need and what people want, and I know I can guess anyone's resolution. They're very predictable, um, and so I start doing this kind of like parlor trick at at, at dinner, and then I um, they're like, "Well, you know all of us, so of course you can guess ours." So I get, stand out to the table behind me, and I start where Amy is her character sitting with with her friends for New Year's, and I start guessing all of theirs, and she's like, "You'll never guess mine." No no, you're not going to guess mine. It's you're not going to guess it, and so I sit down with her, and I get all. Um, get all like flirty and I'm like what is it what is it what wait and then she tells me um and and I think that's that's the spark initially and then it traces our 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 our, the progress of our relationship as she decides to say yes to things for um a year or or to to, you know she just she she, she's resolved to start saying yes to things where she would have said no and so she's saying yes to anything socially that comes down the pike and uh my character doesn't want to ask her out, but he doesn't want her to feel obligated to say yes. He wants her to actually do it because it's not part of a resolution. So there's uh-huh. a bit of a, you know, some waters to navigate, some tricky waters to navigate there um, romantically. And then it starts to get into, um, think she starts figuring out things about my character's um, Tom, um, uh-huh. Tom's uh, where he works um, about the bank and some things nefarious. Uh, oh, yeah because it says on the thing that she meets a confirmed yes man so that's you yes it it doesn't say tall 
Oh, it doesn't say. It says she crosses paths with a confirmed yes man who just well, might just hold the key to her biggest story and to her heart. I think I, I would just like to add tall in there. I think I think it helps. Very, very tall. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yes, my character is very, um, he's a, a people pleaser, um, comes from a large family, feels very comfortable in crowds, very comfortable saying yes to things and being open to um, opportunities. But at the same time, he also, I think, uses that to, um, to shield himself, um, perhaps, yeah. and, and um, as an excuse not to chase um, what he might actually really need but don't you think we're all kind of saying that now that that we've been in isolation for most of this year a lot of us at least that that we are going to try to s kind of say yes more like i mean i just think that a lot of things that i was like uh, i don't know i'm like oh i would love to do that right now <laughs> yeah yeah i think it's a great sort of moment of shaking the etch-a-sketch and getting okay what are yeah. we gonna like this year what are we if we get an opportunity to do that, we're doing that. We're yeah. gonna do that. Do that, yeah, uh, yeah. I think I, I I I agree with you. I think that's I think it's um a good moment in time to to have to to, to have a story like this um, on Hallmark um, mm -hmm. because people I think uh, yeah I, I I suspect there's there's lots of people feeling that way. Rachel. It it looks like in the promo that she does a polar bear plunge. Is uh was how is that all done? She Were you did, there? She just did a that. Yeah, she. Uh, was the I was water there really cold? Super, super cold. We shot in Manitoba in oh November, my gosh. which is a cold time to be in Manitoba. Yeah, it it's, is. it's always cold in Manitoba. Um, we did two turtle doves up there in Winnipeg, um, but yeah, so we shot in Winnipeg um, in November. It was already it already started snowing. This day, mercifully, there was no snow, but we shot at one of the lakes. I think it was Lake Manitoba. I can't remember which lake it was, but I mean, it, you just, the thing about Manitoba is it's, it's plains. It's, it's, it's the Midwest of Canada. It's flat and the Arctic air comes sweeping across the continent. Doesn't hit the Rockies. It comes down further east of the Rockies, just from the Arctic circle. It doesn't get stopped by anything. And yeah. so it blows across this lake and, and she had to walk right into that out into the lake. Oh and my gosh. They took I, so many precautions. They had divers and people in wetsuits and they had set up the tracking shot for a, a million years. To, so it was all exactly right. So we would get it and she would, you know, Leslie, our director told her like, you know, you, you may, the most you would have to do it is three times. Um, let's try and let's try and do it in less. Um, I think, I think they did it. I think they had to do it in three or maybe she told her four and they did it in three, but they came back to her uh, after she had done it, I think once or twice and said, like, you know, she's, she's recovering and getting her body temperature back up and getting her mind right in her trailer. And God, she's a trooper. Uh -huh. um, they, they had to, like Kevin and, and Leslie had to, Amy, could you, could we, we need another one? Um, could, she's could like, I thought doing Hallmark movies would be fun. <laughs> Whose idea was this? Why am I doing this? Um, yeah, she was a troop and she did it again and she was awesome. But that was, I mean, that was, that was for real. They, they, the extras were all like polar plunge enthusiasts, people who just, this is their cup of tea. This is what mm -hmm. they do. So mm -hmm. they were all psyched up around her. Um, yeah. But have, you know, to have to do that, to have to be able to mark your position, know exactly where you are, stay with the camera. She's a pro and she got it done. That was, and she yeah. made it, she, 
she just did it. And, and to make it look beautiful, it can all, you know, she is a human being diving into water. She's scripted to be a human being diving into frigid water. So she's, you know, she had her real reactions as well. Um, but yeah, she, she yeah. rocked that. I couldn't believe it. I sat there quietly, you know, warm and covered in <laughs> layers of long underwear and, and hot hand warmers in my pockets, just watching from, from the beach um, yeah. in awe. You're like, yeah. thank you for not writing me into this scene. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I've never done a polar bear plunge, but I am an open water swimmer. And so I have a lot of friends who've done polar bear plunges. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I was impressed when I saw that. I was like, wow, <laughs> that's intense. There's a great so. place that you can go to uh, and you, you know, you can do, go in different, um, like it's a thermal, it's a thermal cycling experience. So you can get really hot in saunas or steam rooms mm -hmm. or hot tubs. And then they have an ice pool that you can jump into. I mean, and there's, there's an ice waterfall that the water flows down into the pool. And so uh, I did that a lot while I was there. I mean, and it's, it's like the water's 36 degrees. It is, it takes your breath away, but you, uh, it, it feels, yeah. it also, it, it makes you feel alive. It is great, but I'm glad I didn't have to do it on camera. Like over the course of like six hours on a beach in the wind. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm really glad I didn't have to do that. That would be hard. That would be very hard. Well, we're excited for the new movie. I think it's going to be really fun. Yeah, and I'm excited. It's going to see the light of day. Yeah, we finally get to see it. We're so, we're glad that we get to see it. And uh, we're excited about the new year, ready to put 2020 behind us and start 2021 uh, on a good on a good streak. We liked last week's movies. Now this week's movie is going to be really good. And uh, so thank you so much for talking with us. This was so much fun to yeah. get to know you. And uh, we're excited for whatever projects you have coming up uh, this year uh, that, uh, that you'll be able to do. And that'll be fun. And hopefully we can talk to you again sometime. And uh, do you have social media or anything like that that you want to share? I do. I have uh, Instagram that is at Rady Michael, I believe. Is it ridiculous that I'm looking it up? It is. It is. <laughs> I'm just now getting back to it. Um, just, you know, I just have a um, Mike, Michael J. Rady. Yeah, I do have, I do have an Instagram. I'm Michael J. Rady. Great. Well, we can put that in the description so people make sure to follow you. And yeah, thanks and again. again thank, you for, thank you for your enthusiasm and for your kind words. I really appreciate it. I, I, I appreciate you being a fan. Yeah, no, we love it. And I'm sure everybody will have lots of fun comments on what you've had to share. And uh, so please put in the comment section or on Twitter. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And thank you again, Michael, for coming on the podcast. This was a lot of fun. Thanks, so, for, thanks for having me. So thanks for watching, everyone. Thank you for watching. Yeah, we'd like to thank Michael for coming on the podcast. This is so much fun. And you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of your social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. And make sure you're following the podcast to Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. And we have our patron group, which we have a watch along coming up with Natalie Hall for Winter Princess. So make sure to check that out. And then we also have our merch store, which has tons of fun festive designs. So please check that out. And thanks again, Michael. And we'll talk to you all later. Bye, everyone. Happy New Year. Hey everybody, I just want to take a second from this episode today to tell you about the Hallmarkies Podcast Awards. Yes, we're doing another Hallmarkies Podcast Awards, the second annual 
awards will be held later this month in January. But right now you can go vote. If you are listening to this between January 1st of 2021 to January 8th of 2021, you can go into the description, click the voting link and vote for your favorite things from Hallmark Channel um, in 2020. So go click that link, go vote. And you have until January 8th, 2021 at midnight Pacific Standard Time to vote. And there will be more information about when that will be airing and all that fun stuff in the weeks ahead. So go down in the description and vote. Back to the episode. <laughs> 